Hey, how you doing? Welcome to Finding Subjects. On this episode of Finding Subjects, we head to London, England in search of interesting people, conversations, and sounds. All I've ever known of London is from movies and television. And when I think of the underground, when I think of the tubes, other than the band, the tubes, to me, I'm thinking about American Werewolf in London. Great movie, by the way. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that movie, 15, maybe 20 times, at a movie theater. I was a singer in a band back in the day, and at that time, we'd finish up practice, head straight to Taco Bell, and then head to the Waverly Movie Theater in Upper Darby to see the movie for a dollar. It was fun, we were young, and hey, that was pretty affordable entertainment. So today, we're going to walk the streets of London and see what we can hear, converse with whom is willing, and take you to a place your sense of hearing might never have been before, and hopefully, we make friends along the way. So I'm Tony, welcome to Finding Subjects, and here we go. I mean, you're better going to England. Okay. Take your way. Gotcha. That's my daughter, by the way. So. <laughs> See you later. Nice talking to you. Are you traveling alone? Nope. Oh, look. Have a seat there, because it's important for me only first five rows about the rules, you know? Otherwise, you'll just, uh, you know. <laughs> we definitely want to stay balanced. <laughs> right? You know, ciao, ciao, you know what I mean? It's like, uh... Always, always the last word has the captain, so madame, I sort it out for you because I like the people to be happy. I'm happy, I'm happy here, it's okay. Sure. Yeah, I'll move up in a while, that's great. No, no, you can stay now during the flight, okay, during the because always I need to check oh, with, you know what I mean? He's need to check, anyways, okay. you know? Well, I'm not sorry to move you, but, you know, I like to be happy, okay? Thank you. All right, okay. You know, 45 kg, you know, it's not worry, you know, we're all six. Oh my God, you know what I mean? I'll give you everything you want from the bar. I wish I was 45 kg. So, ladies and gents, good morning. Welcome to this round of like 113 VR. Now we are closing the door, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you put the device, electronic, or items device there. Switch off for a play mode. If you don't have the play mode, make sure it's switch off for all duration of the flight. Thank you very much for your attention and your cooperation. <laughs> Mr. Okay, it's Mr. Ratatouille assisting by his first officer. Uh, uh, Batman and uh, another uh, supervisor there in the fly deck uh, is uh, Robin. Okay, so we have Ratatouille, Batman and Robin, okay, three pilots, paparazzi. And as well there in the back we have all the way from Portugal, uh, uh, she's Elsa, our Wonder Woman. And as well uh, from Italy, do we have Italian people, Italianos? Dove sta l'italiano? Sei italiano? Ciao, bello! Ok, all the way from Italy there, ladies and gents, is Mauro, Mauro Picotto. Ok, right here in the front with us, she's all the way from... Uh, Where from? Ah, Poland. Her name is Veronica, she's uh, our little Pikachu. I'm the cabin supervisor, ladies and gents, uh, and uh, some of the people know me like Shrek or Aquaman or Jacob. I'm half from Zimbabwe, half from Guatemala. No. The flight time is not that much. Okay? Not that much. Only one hour and about five minutes, ladies and gents. And we'll take care of you today on board. Or maybe not, up to you. So ladies and gentlemen, to the bushes, please have a little bit of attention because my lovely cabin crew will point us out a safety feature of this Boeing aircraft 7-800 aircraft. Obrigado, grazie mille, cinque, thank you very much. Thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Jacob. People from Stansi knows me like uh, Mr. Shrek or Aquaman. And basically, I'm half from Austria, half from Zimbabwe, not. <laughs> and uh, all the time, I try uh, to please the passenger and try to create good vibration right here on board. Every time, every day in Reiner, every flight, even if I have four flights on day. Obviously, if you deal sometimes, and uh, sometimes I have a hard situation, I try to over it and try to speak in a different way with the people, you know, to please them and to feel comfortable in their flight, because this is a plane, it's not a bus. Repeat, it's not a bus, it's a plane. And we are flying at 37, 38,000 feet, and you don't know enough uh, what's 
can happen there upstairs sure. even if you drink one beer or two beer because on the air if you drink two beers that means double on on the air compared with the ground <laughs> i've been an entertainer for seven years one of the best from ibiza and mallorca my face this one has the respect and the welcome everywhere in all the pubs restaurants and i can speak seven languages and understand more free but for a woman uh, i have only one language and especially i can speak any language after one bottle of vodka thank you very much and have a nice day all the best You're getting like real burnt now, you know what I mean? You're getting like rare migrating water fell. Can I ask you what you're making? Uh, this is chicken that's been marinated in koji. Okay, I do a podcast called Finding Subjects. Okay. Is it okay to be on that? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, cool. So it's, uh, what is the, the spicing at? Uh, it's koji. It's basically a Japanese rice culture. Okay. Um, that we marinate the chicken in. Okay. And what's your first name? Uh, my name is Sam. Sam? Yes. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, so it's got a, there's an enzyme, there's an enzyme in the koji. Um, and it breaks down one of the proteins in the chicken. Wow. Quite fun stuff to it, so it makes it really, really tasty. Loads of umami flavor. It's kind of okay. And how long have you been doing this, Sam? Uh, how long have I been doing this for? About three or four years now. Yeah, you enjoy yeah. it, obviously. Enjoy. Is this market every day? It is every day. We're not here. We're here until the end of March. We're doing a temporary, temporary okay. test pitch. Um, but the market is here Monday to Saturday. Okay. I believe. Okay. We um, found it by accident today. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was a, an, good, an excellent accident to good, find. It's definitely a good place to find my accident. Can I get a picture of you for this? Ready? Gotcha. Okay to use your picture on the podcast? Of course. Awesome. Thank you very much, Sam. Thank you. What else do you make? Are you just the... Uh... So we do chicken flatbreads, basically, or yep. we do flapper ones, and the flapper ones made with edamame instead okay. of edamame with chickpeas. Very good. All right. Thank you.
fantastic, man. Fantastic, seriously. Balkanic, I play jazz. Yeah, but no, but that song that you were just playing? It's just So it's just a... So you're improvising. Yeah, improvisation. Okay, but it sounded so good. So is it okay if I put that music as well on the show? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. And so you can give me your first name and who you guys are. My name is Johannes. Okay, Johannes. Adrian. Okay, and Kostel. Okay, and where are you, where is from? You tell me your story. You Romania, Romania. 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 Okay. All of these are from yeah, Romania. Romania. How long have you been in London? I have three, four, five days. Yeah, five days here. Yeah, five. So you days just brought your instruments and you wanted yeah, to jam? But I go, I come back Germany and Saturday. Okay. All right. Same. Yeah, same, yeah. same. All of these. All of you are going back to Germany. Yeah, okay. Um, are you a band? Or are you just three friends that get together? And band. Just musicians? Yeah, or? just musicians. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you're very talented. Oh, yeah, you're a DJ? I have Piano, contrabass. Oh, well, you're. That's not here. Microphone. Yep. Microphone. It's difficult to play music in the street, you know? It's difficult. Not one like. People, not one people. I don't like not one people. It's different, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, one, I play music every still, yeah. yeah. I play every still. I play volcanic. I play romantic. Yeah. I play yeah. solo. I play uh, jazz. I play samba. I play uh, different. But the most important thing is how music brings people together. Yeah. You know, it the all. That's, say it again. The music is life. The music no, is life. Feel life. life. No music, music is life. You heard it right here. Yeah. So, uh, head, so yeah. when when you go back, where could people find you playing? Uh, I go come back in Germany because I play in uh, another in one pub. Okay. What? So what city in Germany are you? In? Uh, Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. Okay. Dusseldorf. Are you? So you? So you came from Romania uh, into Dusseldorf? Yeah, but I have home in Dusseldorf. I have family. I have everything there. Okay, in Dusseldorf. In Dusseldorf. Fan so that's your base, right? That's your that's your hometown. Dusseldorf. Yeah. So if you're walking, so if you are walking the streets in Dusseldorf, Germany, you will hear a magical sound, saxophone and uh, what do you call that? Tarabuka. A tarabuka, and it's these guys. They are fantastic. Fine. A highlight of my trip so far in London, and I just want to thank you all again. And uh, we'll leave with you guys playing music, and I'll go that way because I don't want to hold up people making making yeah. money for it. Okay. <laughs> Great job. Much, Pleasure to meet you guys, and uh, look forward to listen. You'll you'll hear. You'll hear. Oh, yeah. I have serious respect for you guys. Thank you. Incredible. Very much. Way to go, guys. I see a ton of taxis sitting here, and um, I'm asking these gentlemen your name. Well, my name's Gary. And your name? I'm Greg. Gary and Greg, and you're taxi drivers. Do you call it taxis? Here? Yes, we have okay, the London, black, uh, London black taxis, yeah. Okay, so if you can tell carriage. me what's going on. Basically, we've got agreements with TfL in regards to the restrictions they're imposing us, on us on particular streets as part of their future plan of London and transport and stuff. So, effectively, a street that had all forms of traffic going up here is now going to only be restricted, say, buses and bicycles. Um, we're public transport. We've got purpose-filled vehicles, you know, for disabled people, etc., etc. We're told what vehicles that we must use, but now they're telling us what streets we can use. Mm. So there's a conflict of interest there, do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, 
what do we do? You know, they'd, we asked some questions. Why are you doing it? They won't. They won't. They won't approach us or nothing. Or they're not. They're not. Uh, they are talking, but they're only talking what they want to say, and they're not listening to us. Basically, you know, you take the road away from us. You're taking food off our plate. Yeah. That's what we do. You know, we yes. like London. Is we're a London black taxi. We should go. We're, we're licensed to go everywhere in London. Where that's what actually says on our license, all London. Do you know what I mean? But now they're they're pulling streets away from us. Tottenham Court Road is in the borough of Camden, London borough of Camden, but the actual road is run by TfL. TfL have actually funded the changes on that road, right? But they're the people who license us and tell us that the thing is. So, what are they doing? What are they doing? You know, why they discriminate against, you know, they're saying, you know, in terms of public transport, we are public transport, we're publicly hired exactly like a bus is. A bus isn't owned by TfL, a bus is owned by a private company. You know what I mean? Exactly the same thing. So, you know, when's it going to stop? So Oxford, let me. You've got Oxford Street, you've got uh, Tudor Street, they're looking at Tudor Street, you've got Bank Junction, you've got restriction, you've got Tottenham Court Road restriction. You know, when's it going to stop? Right, the local businesses had no, they wasn't aware where of the, uh, the restriction it was going to be with London Black Cabs. Um, from what I gather, they're on the consultation, they actually left that question out. Do you want taxis still have access? Right, which is like a local consultation for the borough of Camden or whatever. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Apparently, they left that question out. Um, so, is that not, that's a bit convenient, that, I think, leaving a question out that people could answer. The local businesses want us. We've been at Tottenham Court Road, we've protested there. Um, local businesses want us, I had no idea, do you know what I mean? Even speaking with local residents that use Tottenham Court Road, you know, to go home or whatever, to walk sure. the street that particular day of the protest, have all said that we want taxes to finish. So why isn't Camden Council listening to people that pay business rates and people that pay you know, council tax and uh, local residents? Why are they not listening to them, do you know what I mean? Yes. So, so is this a done deal? It seems so at the moment, yeah. And I do say uh, further on down a little bit of placard uh, blaming the mayor. Possibly, yeah, Salid Khan obviously is the yeah. mayor and he runs Transport for London. Um, there's too much going on in Transport, uh, um, in, in City Hall, there's too much going on in there. You know what I mean? There's too much under the umbrella, you know. They deal with everything in London. And I f me personally, I think it's just totally overwhelmed. Gotcha. You know, it's basically become a powerhouse of business, a business powerhouse, you know. It's all, it's all separate companies in there. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, they're trying to appease everyone. And, you know, at the end of the day, money, money is king, isn't it? You know, it's... So uh, are the, is the Black Cab Taxi Company, are they based on, are you a union? Is it, is it a union of sorts? We have, like we we have, have associations and we have got, like, you know, the drivers groups and things like that. Um, but we, but should, this we, is, shouldn't, uh... we shouldn't have to really rely on them, you know, you know, speak our voice or, you know, they ask questions and they're not getting questions answered. Do you know what I mean? That's Fortunately enough of where we are now at Parliament Square, outside the Houses of Parliament, we're getting, you know, MPs and a few Lords are coming out now, they're asking questions, and most of them can't believe that we're going to get restricted from the streets of London. With central London, we have what we call a congestion charge zone. Um, initially, it started per, uh, per unit, like vehicle unit. Right. Then it got rebranded into emissions. Right. So now it's a money-making machine even more because obviously they're looking at every single vehicle's emissions, you know what I mean? So they recategorise vehicles and if you qualify uh, for wow. an exemption, you, you obviously don't pay nothing. But probably nine out of ten times, most vehicles that enter central London will have to pay congestion charge. And the people that get that money is City Hall gets the money. I'm Not the government, it's City Hall. I'm sensing a theme yeah. here. Right, wow. we fall under the exemption because we're public transport, okay. right? So, and obviously, you know, we're wheelchair capable. Every single black taxi in London is able to take a wheelchair. They have a ramp, and wow. we provide that particular feature. That's an incredible vehicle. service if for the If we disabled. don't have that, our vehicle's not allowed on the road, basically. So there's, there's things that our vehicle have to do to be compliant, do you know what I mean? And that's all part of the transport system. Buses have to do the same thing as well. They've got to be able to take a wheelchair. Yeah, but this, this is the problem, isn't it, now with Uber? Yeah. Uber have been granted a licence, but they, are not, they don't pick up ADA compliant. Not, exactly. We call that ADA compliant in the United States. I don't yeah. know if you have yeah, the same. Exa I mean, exactly the same. That's just one aspect of yeah. it. I mean, I don't sure. want to start talking no, about no, no. You know, like I mean, another company and all look, that. Look, really what it comes down to is... They make the decisions in there. Yes. Uh, the problem is, like I say, going back to congestion charges, from April the 8th, effectively, um, what we call private hire, 
Sorry. vehicles, which is the, set, the, the lower tier of, I'm not going to say they're, they're a taxi because they're not a taxi, they're a private eye vehicle, they're going to have to start paying congestion charge. Um, London has been swamped since, you know, the gig economy's arrived and all that rubbish, do you know what I mean? They want to act like a black taxi. That's why they're here. They think they're a black taxi because they're applying for high exactly the same way we do, do you know what I mean? But via an app. It's all visual. If a car's on the screen, they think it's in the area, it's, you know, it's applying for hire. Now, the problem is the Mayor for London can't actually cap the amount of, um, amount of private hire drivers there are question why why can't he do you know he's the man for london whatever he says about london goes you know what i mean for some reason he's bounced it into the ads as parliament saying that they've got to make the legislation all that rubbish do you know yeah, what i mean can't, can't so the said. only way he can deal with congestion is that he's got to deal with congestion you know and that's done through the congestion charge so from april the 8th effectively private eye vehicles are going to have to pay congestion charge it's the only you know if you can't stem it or stem the influx of vehicles because there's 120,000 of them there's only about maybe you know about 23,000 black taxis and we've wow. always been capped at that number there's never been more than that amount so you know you're looking it's not a field level you know, playing field yeah, is it exactly. it's not level but, is it well we're talking about congestion here yeah yes you know what I mean? Because they keep banging on about it, and that's the new word now, congestion. Emissions congestion, do you know what I mean? Yes. It's, all it is is congestion charge was per, per unit vehicle, now it's about emissions. So the emissions brings everything into it now, all vehicles. Do you know it's what I mean? Hurt even a blood, older even a as well. fire yeah, engine, yeah. ambulance, whatever vehicle it is, they're looking what comes out of well, that exhaust. Well, we, it's a base, basic, my, my taxi cost me £48,000. Yes, that's right? beautiful, The electric by one way. is 50, uh, 55 plus. Wow. All right? It costs money. Yes, it does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We want to change, yeah. yeah but well, every problem we've everybody got at the wants, Everybody wants clean air. Yes, yeah, exactly. but it takes, like you said, yeah. it takes a lot of time don't, to don't get there. Don't destroy institutes yeah. of, of, yeah. of people's livelihoods. Well, the most, the most important thing, what you yeah. just said, it's about your livelihood right now. It's about putting money on the table for your families. And I hope that in some way they can reach a, an agreement with you. It seems as if, without a doubt, you have the power. And I'm happy that people are coming out of Parliament and such yeah, to listen to your story. MPs, yeah. no, Obviously, I don't want to, I want to be taking you to wherever so you want to absolutely. be. I don't want to be standing here. Yeah. I want to be yeah. earning money. But I like that the uh, you're seeing some unification here yeah. with you guys. So I wish you the best of luck. I thank you so thank much you. for talking to me. I hope it is resolved in Where your favor. Where are you from? We're from the United States, uh, Pennsylvania, oh, Phil okay. Philadelphia. Philly, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're both from Philadelphia. Yeah, it is Rocky. Everybody knows Rocky. So yeah, well, it's there for you if you ever want to visit.
we're uh, from the United States. Okay. We found out it's St. David's Day today. Yes. And is that is. why you're here celebrating? Yeah, it is. It is indeed. We are celebrating St. David's Day. And it's very well produced and things here today. So, yeah. Is, are you okay being on my podcast? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. And your name? My name's Anne. Okay, and Anne. we live in London, okay. all, all of us, all oh. around and back. So we're Welsh people who, um, and some others who are not, but join us to sing at events. And um, we compete in the Eisteddfod every year. And we've been going for about three years. You sound beautiful. Thank you very much. And so can you tell people really quick about St. David? St. David is a praetor saint of Wales. And um, um, he was known to do some miracles. And um, uh, he's from South Wales, yes, way back. Way back when. Right. So, yeah. Well, you sound beautiful, and thank, thank you so you much so for much. allowing us to So, I'm Tony. This is Subjects. We are in London, in front of London's Transportation Museum, and I'm standing here with three ladies, three beautiful ladies, that uh, I just took their picture for them, and uh, maybe you can tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Liz. I'm from Germany, and I'm here for vacation, and I really love what you're doing because positivity is everything people need. I'm Katharina and I'm from Germany, Munich too, and we're here on vacation and we love London, it's such an exciting city. I am Christine and I am from here, I suppose, well, from Cameroon, Cam rapping, but um, I'm really, really happy to have uh, bumped into you right now because I was just having a conversation about positivity this morning and so yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing more about your podcast. Yeah, so the concept of the podcast is just basically walking up to strangers, saying hello, introducing myself and trying to engage in a conversation and out of that conversation walk away with a deeper respect understanding and open-mindedness and a whole cool feeling of yeah. who you were leaving as friends and that's so how nice. it works and uh, so I had a really good conversation this morning about mindfulness about just being in the now about appreciating everything that we have in our lives that we have the ability to be here standing right here and the chance encounter that we've had and then also when you see people on the streets and stuff like maybe a hello and you know or if they need a helping smiling hand. smiling yeah. oh. Yeah, so, definitely. I mean, for me, it's all about uh, yeah, trying definitely get it out of your comfort zone a little bit. And sometimes it's quite difficult, right? If you don't know someone, trying to go up to them, it's like, oh, the awkwardness, what am I supposed to say? And all of that. But I think sometimes just the halo can make someone's day and you just never know. Yeah, and I also feel like um, the youth, the generation right now is really, really stressed and have so much to do and people don't really think about their mental health positivity at all and yeah it's nice to have some people around you that feel the same about positivity it's reinforcing to the quiet one <laughs> good talk everything is said <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know you said you love London what is it about London that uh, it just strikes you so wow, especially compared to Munich it's the atmosphere is great the people are very open-minded um, and yeah, it's never boring. There's always something to do. You know? oh, I can always have just it. literally proved it, right? Because we yeah. were just, just, just literally yeah. walking, and then so you popped up, and yeah, you just never know what you're gonna come across. And you you always get to know people, like yeah, <laughs> right now. Yeah, we're gonna leave, and I'm <laughs> gonna you're like Tony. Remember Tony from Finding Subjects, <laughs> <laughs> the guy who normally doesn't shut up, but I'm trying my hardest to learn how to be quiet. So I would just help them take their picture, and then they got on the podcast real quick. But I know we have to get to a game. Uh, we're watching uh, West Ham play Newcastle. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but if you can, please tune into. Uh, yeah, we'll. You do this as a hobby? Yes. Yeah. Okay, nice. It's your hobby. Nice. Photography. She'll tell you photography <laughs> and podcasting. We're and trying to make it a better place. We are definitely trying to make it a better place. All I can say is, uh, go out there, claim your spot, go and grab your opportunities. No one's gonna do it for you. Just go and do it. I just have to say, love more. This to say, literally anything. Yeah, it can never hurt to spread a little positivity. It doesn't hurt you, and maybe it helps someone a lot. So awesome. just do it. Very good. Thank you very much, ladies. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm standing here talking to my new friend, Sohail. This good friend of mine now lives around the corner, and he really helped me out as to how to do this. So uh, I really want to thank you. You're very welcome. We are all learners. So every day of the life is a new learning. So I'm a 50. I'm still learning. So. I'm very happy if some we can learn from each other. This is a great. And you're a very kind person as well. You know, uh, a lot of people don't take the time to help out other people. Everybody has been very friendly in the UK so far. I mean, 
Uh, and then again, a classic example, you saw that I needed a little bit of help here. I was struggling. If you remember when I was in Iceland, I had trouble doing laundry as well. So my new friend here helped me out. I am, uh, yes, um, live here about 27 years. Uh, originally uh, born in um, uh, India. Um, I was a marine engineer, worked for the uh, um, Greek Navy, and now I'm here um, as a multicultural city. Um, people are friendly, that's why we are uh, uh, so many different nations uh, living here together. And I believe uh, that if you help today someone, tomorrow someone will help you. So it just... Uh, it's a karma thing. Yeah. Sorry. Hi. Yeah, they, I think they only do it... Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. The lady... But never mind. Have a great day. Thank you. I'll, I'll, uh, I might go back and get some coins and... Uh, I have some small. Another act of kindness here in London. Okay, sorry, I've got 50. Let me give you uh, slightly over one pound ten. <laughs> there you go. Thanks very much indeed. Lovely. And, uh, uh, I give you. You might have to one of these. So thank you, yeah. Here is, uh... Oh, thank you very much for very kind. Then I'll go and get some more candles. Ah, okay. So the price take? Uh, from 20 pence, Absolutely. 50 pence, one pound. Oh, brilliant. As much as you wish. Okay. Uh, it just you want to know the fabric is dry. Brilliant. Thank awesome. you very much. Uh, sorry to be This man is awesome. He is helping everybody who walks through the front door. <laughs> I'm glad he's here, man, or we would have had a, a uh, Iceland instance when I had soap and water running all over the beautiful Airbnb. So I hope you're doing okay. Uh, it's been a while since I talked to you. But, uh, you know, sadly, I'm just looking outside of this window and seeing people sleeping on the streets. It's, it's difficult to see. There's homeless everywhere, every city we get to. I just feel so blessed to be able to do what we're doing. Um, and we do it on a very lean budget, but just it's all about seeing people and being out here in the world and appreciating each other. We are truly all the same. Yeah, so thank you very much uh, for speaking to me and taking the time. I really appreciate it. Well, yeah, so, um, so you were saying real quick, so how do you like living in London, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, it's uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, been uh, 27 years in this area. Yeah. Uh, is a peace, very good. Yeah. We are all happy. Um, we work every day, Monday to Friday. Yeah. And um, for me, Saturday is a laundry day. Gotcha. Uh, this is. Um, Can you watch that for us while I go? Sure. Okay. Sometimes it's in the back, though. Did it come out all the way in the back? Yeah, there you go. It's a little. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you, I'm glad. I've got people like it's a around. trick. Oh, you know what? Here's the funny thing. I said the same exact thing when I came in. This gentleman helped me, oh, right. and uh, I've been lost without him. And now we're both helping you. Thank we're you. having. A, That's a prime example. Yes. yes. Awesome. It's a, it's amazing. Listen, now we're gonna all have clean laundry, right? <laughs> My name is Tony. I'm Mike. I'm Mike. Mike, I do a podcast. You ever hear of a podcast? I know. So I, I, I'm not much. Yeah, I don't know if you listen, but um, our little encounter, I, I had been recording when you had walked in. Are you okay with being on my podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm dealing with Mike. Yeah, Mike. Do I, do I put it in? Uh, a little bit, a little bit in there and a little bit in there. A bit in each, bro. Yeah. Thank you very much. Just a little bit, yeah. It's years. I think it, is it open? Yeah, a little bit in there. More yeah. in, mostly in there. There you go, Mike. The so, no, 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 no. So you already, uh, oh, but, but, <laughs> yeah, you put your laundry in, and then we're going to go over there, and you put your machine number in. And uh, then it'll automatically start, Mike. Oh, I see. So you, 
Yeah, that's all right. Like I said, I'm. Same for me. That will close that and then lock that. Does it lock? Oh, yeah. All right, man. Brilliant. Like a submarine. And, uh, that's 23. 23 down here. <laughs> See this? Now I can help him. <laughs> Listen, you and I have been lost together. Stick your chain, well, stick your, put your uh, machine number in first. Oh, hold on. Yep. 23. Okay, then put your coins in. Anyone. Anyone. Stay yeah. to the same thing though. Stay same one. That should be you. Yep. Ah, Gold. <laughs> so are you from around here, Mike? I am, yeah. I live not far away from here at all, yeah. That's no, but I've lived here for nearly well, 47 years now. Whoa. Wow. What do you like about London so much? Oh, you stay well. here for so long. Oh, I just this this area. I like the mix of people. You know, I get all kinds of different people. Yeah, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Lots, lots of good restaurants, pubs where you can meet people. Yeah. So my daughter and I are here. We have been uh, hooked on Indian food. Oh, so we've oh, we had a lovely Indian meal last night in uh, what's it called, the Agra. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, it's, it's in Whitfield Street. Okay, yeah. Parallel, which is where. When he was still Cassius Clay, huh? Muhammad Ali, when, when he came over for a fight with um, Henry Cooper, I think it was, British uh, one, uh, he went there because I think this was a Muslim running it. Yeah. You know, so wow. It, and this would have been in 1963 or something, okay. maybe two, yeah. My, so there's a picture of him there with the, the Indian fellas about <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad. He was. Uh, <laughs> It was an incredible fighter, Absolutely. Muhammad and, Ali. Yeah. Just, and uh, and a, an incredible person. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just going to get some change. Well, I'm, I'm going to be here. I'll watch over that. Not Are a you problem. sure? Lovely. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm not going I'm, anywhere. I'll go and get that, and then I'll be back. OK, Mike, that door over there, bud. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll be here. I think you haven't got a film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do film, man. We just do uh, a little audio. But I appreciate your time as well, man. It's really cool. That's just, this is, yeah, okay. You see, we just got a prime example that we talked about it, that you help, someone help you, and uh, in a very next minute, we see the same thing. This is what I like about it here. The people are very polite, and no matter what happens, you ask someone, they always try to help you, even they go out of their way to ensure that the person is guided correctly. Um, you see, um, Faith is uh, what you... Uh, well, I should say your spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, what I believe that uh, if you help someone and you are kind to another person and you always try to help a person and don't harm anyone, I think that is to me is more important. Uh, then the next step is uh, what you believe because that is for yourself but when you do act of kindness that is for others not for yourself so uh, faith can put me in a path but if I can't put someone else on the right path their mean uh, my faith is not helping me so whatever I'm doing I need to reconsider myself um, therefore, uh, that uh, to me is a very important to help, uh, don't harm anyone, and uh, to be kind if you can. Because sure. sometimes the circumstances put you in that place that even you want to do it, but you can't do it. But try if you can. I just love your mantra, what you're, what you're thinking, your belief system. I mean, that's because that is. That's what this podcast is about. It's about meeting people like yourself who just are going through their walk of life, through their journey, their path. And, and, and practicing, I hate to use that coin phrase, but random acts of kindness. That truly is what it is about. We can be any religion. We can have any spirituality. But if we as, as human beings are not kind, thoughtful, empathetic, open-minded to each other, then what does any of that faith matter? Yeah. We, we turn into be hypocrites in a way. I, I mean, I have a classic example one time where I had gone to, it was a Christmas mass. My car broke down out front. Someone came up and I, and I was standing there with the hood open and I needed jumper, I had jumper cables, needed a jump. And I said, excuse me, sir, you know, I, can I please have a jump? Because I'm sorry, I'm late for church. 
And at that moment, I felt sorry for him because I'm like, you're going into church, but you are lost. You don't even know the message. So, uh, I. Yeah, so what uh, um, you're going to be a uh, preacher going to preach you, uh, act of kindness, but you miss that act of kindness, right there. which was right there on your path, uh, then I don't know what I'm going to learn. Like, I mean, so is it like almost we go through these steps in life yeah. almost as a robotic uh, mode, in a routine per se, but yet we are not even practicing what we're preaching? Yeah. And I, it's, uh, I mean, the people are homeless. When you see them, uh, you feel uh, grateful whatever you got because at least we got room and a uh, roof. Uh, these people, they don't have whatever reason, whatever happened to them, that is uh, uh, not a matter. Matter is that they are there and how they can come out. So if every person think is the next one will help, then in the end no one will help. So you need to be the first one, then other will follow you and therefore uh, their life can be a better. Sometimes people are on the street not because they want to, they are very educated, they are very good, but f circumstances brought them there. Right. Uh, so I always believe if you help someone somewhere, someone will help you somewhere when you need the most. Because as we say as always, um, you know, as you sow, so shall you reap. And uh, the physics law is that that you throw a ball on the wall, it will return to you with the twice the speed. That mean you help someone somewhere, I mean, I can tell you in both way, in a physics way. Yeah, you can, I love the physics way, if you want to tell me in a physics way too, we could talk about velocity. So it's, it's simple, you know, it's like, that, that, that's a very common uh, uh, physics uh, analogy, uh, analogy yeah. that you throw a ball on the wall, the ball will return back but the twice the speed, the speed you throw. Yes. This is another example that if you help someone, you will get help somewhere. Yeah, uh, I, I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. And guess what? Let's just say, for instance, we walk through our lives with that philosophy, okay? I, I can't see any other, I mean, I choose that way. That's my chosen path, whether that is God installed or spirit, spiritually installed. That, that in a way doesn't even matter because I know within my heart and my soul that's how I choose to live my life. And if you really sit back and get out of the box and look at that, how could you go wrong by helping others? Okay, like so I, I that's where I feel confident and, and just I just feel like that's the right path to be taking for me. Uh, yes, I mean uh, the human body is the example. I got two hands. One hand could work. Uh, would work, should work, but the second hand is to help the right hand and right hand to left hand or to rub each other to make them warm. Uh, maybe if there was only a creation of one hand, everyone know what to do. Yeah. So there was a two hand, there was a two eyes. So it's, um, um, there is, there you need uh, Adam and Eve. So that only the Eve was created for Adam because he was alone. Uh, that means he need help. Right. So it's from the day first, the second person need to help the others. And, um, and like you said, if we do not do that, if we automatically assume, hey, the next guy will do it. I just don't have time now. What if the next guy never did it? Yeah. You know, and I also found that sometimes in life, even if you don't have anything material to give, sometimes, especially for people on the street, just a kind word, just a, a minute of conversation sometimes oh, yes. is so significant to them yeah. that, you know, I had one gentleman in Philadelphia who, uh, hello, I had one gentleman in Philadelphia who just, you know, I, I, I don't want to say what I do because, you know, I believe the left hand does not, should not let the right hand know what it's doing yeah. in acts of kindness. You'll see it all over different videos of people videotaping someone, you know, purposely. I get the message, that's fine, but when you're doing something, I believe that you should do it and just stay humble about it. But uh, this, uh, this gentleman I sat with, he said, you know, even more than this cup of coffee or whatever it might have been, 
I, I, I cherish this conversation you're having because people look at me and they say, you look like a street person. Because I cannot tell you the last time I had a decent conversation with a fellow human being. So when you think of that, that is truly sad. I mean, you know, so to be able to do that for him was even for him, he was more grateful than just the material things. And that is about respect towards others and the empathy and the open-mindedness to understand, like you said in the beginning of the conversation was, we all have different situations in our lives. We could be extremely educated. And that, on the flip side of us walking by someone on the street, someone homeless, makes us even more mindful. If we are blessed enough to be aware of what we truly have, because so many of us take it for granted, as if we wake up tomorrow, it's all going to be the same. Our wealth or our, our material thing, everything's gonna be good. Our job status, it's all gonna be the same. Our health, it's all gonna be there. Well, it's not guaranteed. Nothing is guaranteed in life. Sure. You see, uh, we saying we born free. Uh, yes, uh, this is a, a good example. Um, we are actually, uh, if we don't look around, and if we uh, don't see the beauty and things around what we are surrounded with, then actually we are prisoner. Not mean a prisoner that I'm behind the bar, that I am from point A to point B, point B to point C, and I can't see left or right, then mean I am a prisoner. Because uh, if I have you no know, my own uh, feeling, I'm drawn into it what I could see. I'm short-sighted and I can't see anything else. So the people who are walking around with their open mind, open eyes, then you see the nature. And then you feel good about it. Which kind of segue, one second, boss. Mike, you're good, right? Yeah, yeah, thank you. I had to go on. Yeah, I had to go all the way up to Houston Road. <laughs> Let me give you that, because... Uh, He's all right. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> I'm very, very grateful. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, we're just talking about mindfulness and being aware of other people in the world, and uh, yeah. being empathetic to those who have less to those who are in bad situations. We're getting very philosophical. It's, it's a very deep conversation that you're welcome to drone in, but it's just about, you know, I asked him about his spirituality and faith, and in, right. like the words of wisdom that came out of his mouth, probably one of the best interviews that I've ever had. It's about that mindfulness. It's about being aware of other human beings that might have experienced adversity. Say, for example, we're utilizing people that maybe live on the streets. Yeah. and how sometimes we just walk by and we don't really, we think sometimes, oh, the next guy will take care of that person. Yeah. But isn't that, regardless of our faith, okay, we were talking about if we go into church or we go into a house of worship and we, and we pray and we, you know, yeah, we're in the moment, maybe that time we walk out and yet there's a circumstance where we could actually act and help a fellow human being. We sometimes miss that opportunity. Then wasn't that time spent within that house of worship in that, that act, that little random act of faith, useless, because priority number one should maybe be that we help each other, hmm. love, respect, have empathy for each other, and isn't that truly in any faith hmm. the true or, act that we should yeah. be utilizing? Or, or, all faiths or none, I would say. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah. There was an anecdote about um, those people taking it. Do they call it a divinity exam? They were studying divinity or something like that and one of the tests that sh which they weren't aware of that they had to go from one exam room to another and exactly what you're saying there would, there would be somebody like you know somebody on the oh. side you know a bit uh, down and, 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 and they all ignored him so it was a bit I think they'd just been doing about the good Samaritan so in other words they've been thinking about the good Samaritan but their minds were elsewhere and they ignored the person who, who sort of needed help. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think uh, I think it's natural to uh, put a slight political edge to it to cooperate rather than to compete. It was a place for both. But uh, for instance, uh, Darwin, they always said his views were sort of survival of the fittest, and only the strongest survive. And it was uh, eat or be eaten almost. But actually, he, he, um, he himself recognized that cooperation could, were examples in animal societies where the way they survived was to cooperate with each other. So, you know, and I think if, if it was more 
emphasis on that side of things. And a classic yeah, to, yeah. to segue to where you're going, you know, if you look at a wolf pack, there yeah. is an alpha male, yeah. okay, but without the support of the entire pack. Yeah, that's right. The alpha male doesn't even exist. <laughs> okay, so yeah, there'll be a pack of 10, 15, and it looks as if it's ravenous and unorganized, but when you analyze the different howls of the wolves and their strategies for hunting, mm -hmm. there is an intelligence there that Absolutely. people don't even take the time to understand, but it does segue to what you're saying. We have to help each other, um, and that, I, I think, in itself lends to the strength of being human. Yeah. Okay. When we, when we live these individual lives, these materialistic lives, we live in these small bubbles of just the world of us, mm. you know, that may be fine, and I'm not going to criticize anybody mm. for doing that because that is their choice. However, I choose to live it a little bit differently mm. and to do exactly what we're talking now, to mm. talk about these things, discuss these mm. things, and bring awareness to, yeah. hey, man, if you've never paid it forward. I don't know if you guys ever had the opportunity to do this, but like, did you ever blow anybody's mind where you're in a restaurant and you see somebody, an older couple or whatever, and you, you, you pay for their dinner and you walk out and you tell the waitress, do not tell them yeah, okay. who it was. And then you can go like at the end of the mall and watch them come out and they're like, oh my God, like, and they're looking around, they're looking for, sometimes how cool is that just to hook them up? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry for my Americanism terms, but <laughs> it's just cool to be, it's cool to be cool to people. If we, I think we can agree to that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Going back slightly to yeah. the animal thing, because you know sometimes they say. Excuse me. One second. Oh. Hello. Oh, she's in. A, uh, do you want to join our conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the way? No. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know they, they say uh, it's human nature to do all these things, which which I think is not because as I say, the examples of animals cooperating and having empathy for each other. But the, I think the wild dogs, they. Um, they get some food. They, sure. they share it with, they have a sort of social security system in the sense that they, if there's old animals or injured animals, wild dogs, they, they, they take some back. I think they, they sort of eat it and then regurgitate yes. it to, so that they can have, so it shows that it's not uh, um, d um, tooth and claw and uh, to kill or be killed, so I think. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Unless you wanted to add more, I mean... I mean, you know, this subject is uh, so big and so open mm. that I think we can talk all the week in the subject we've never had. Yeah. yeah. Well, the nice part about it is we're, we're going to share this. There, you have uh, an American here, two gentlemen from the UK. Um, we, we are diverse in our backgrounds, who we are, how we grew up. But, Sorry, by the way, yeah. talking about places of worship, this area, I think it's got pretty well everything. We've got uh, a Catholic church, uh, a, a couple of Protestant ones, uh, a Buddhist temple, a Welsh one, uh, uh, two, two synagogues, I think. There's a Muslim uh, place. Yeah. It's not actually a mosque, but it's a place where they, where they, they sure. worship like, all the time. Uh, what else is there? And uh, I think the Methodists are just out of the area, but uh, I think pretty well most, covers most, 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 most nations' <laughs> religions are there. So then you've got Christians, Muslims, I'm not sure about Hindus, but... Uh, okay. uh, uh, it's anyway, all in yeah, such so, a close yeah, proximity. Yeah, 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 we, yeah, we've got the Indian YMCA there, which is uh, okay. something slightly different. But. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we got pretty well everything. And Scientologists, if you count them, yeah, well, that's right there. I don't discriminate. <laughs> I don't, we don't discriminate here at Finding yeah, Subjects. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. talk to everyone. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's what the, the, the premise is. And, um, and that's all within a quarter of a square mile. Half that's a mile, half amazing. A mile by half a mile, you know. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. So we are so close. Yeah. But that's why I say this is the best place to live. Yeah, I yeah. Do, yeah. Well, you, you live here for the Yeah, time. just... Uh, 27 years. Oh, very good. I'm, I'm going to pick longer than that. But you guys, you <laughs> guys are neighbors. How <laughs> yeah. that? You where never you, met before. Where did you stay in Grafton? Uh, Whitfield Street. Whitfield Street. Oh, yeah. That's where I was telling you where the, uh, the agorist uh, agorist. Awesome. Fancy yeah. that? Yeah. Your neighbors. Now you've heard just met, right? <laughs> yes. Well, thank you again so much. And uh, But this is such an inspirational one. It's one of my favorites of all time. I really appreciate you both opening up and talking yes. to it. And I think together we can agree um, that and hope and pray that more awareness in this world for others yes. to be open-minded to appreciate what we have and realize nothing is nothing lasts forever everything changes and the time that you have here now at this particular time and moment in life 
appreciate it, man. Say hello to somebody and uh, appreciate our fellow humans. I know that sounds almost 60-like and hippie-ish-like and peace, love, Bobby Sherman type of thing, but I believe it, you know? So, yeah. Well, thank you very much. You're very welcome, sir. And, and thank you very much, man. All right, thank you. And you guys are both okay about putting this on the podcast? Yeah. No problem? Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate your time today, and uh, it's been great speaking to everybody that we met. And something I'm going to do today I don't normally do, but I'm going to encompass like three episodes of thank yous in here real quick because people have been waiting patiently to uh, hear themselves say hello. They're coming up, folks, if they weren't on today. Uh, but real quick, I'm going to run down a list and people just say hello to them and give them a shout out because they deserve it. Cheryl and Phil from Celtic Football Store in Dublin, Ireland. Thank you very much for finding my prescription glasses. I could see Ireland then for what it truly is. Beautiful place. Philip Phoenix of the Phoenix Brothers Band. Fantastic. If you're in Merchant's Arch in the Temple Bar area of Dublin, get in there and check them out. These guys know how to rock. Kelly, Hugh, and David from Glasgow. Thank you so much for inviting us to sit down with you. It was a pleasure meeting you and become friends with you. Jason McNamara, drummer and busker from Dublin. You are a talent individual, sir. Kirsty, Curry, and Chris from the British Airways. We had a flight delay. I walked back and had a conversation with the flight crew. They were very, very nice people. Super, super nice. Uh, let's see. Jillian from Trinity College and Bookstore. While my daughter was in the bookstore, I was outside in the rain, and Jillian came out for her lunch break and was very kind enough to talk to me. Gemma, Graham, Heidi, and Kate from LNER Advanced Ticket Sales in Waverly Station, Edinburgh. Thank you very much for being so kind, for saying hello on the podcast, and being just cool people all together. John, Jerry, and Murfin from Taft's Bar in Galway. Very talented musicians you are. Lurkin. 1916 Rebellion walking tour in Dublin. I highly recommend taking that tour, folks. Kelly, Amy, and Lily from Georgetown University, thank you for saying hello. Charlie and Harry from the White Hart Pub in Edinburgh, you guys are hilarious. You deserve your own show. And if we ever run into Lady Gaga or Madonna, we will shoot them over to the White Hart Pub to entertain you both. Greg, Paul, Allen from Dorky Kelly's in Dublin, fantastic musicians. Liam from Galway, his store, perfect place to go in there and talk to Liam buy some things. We have Liam coming up soon on an episode, and he uh, educates me as to how I am royalty since I am from Cork. The environmental protesters from Galway, thank you very much to the one woman who spoke to me and didn't want to speak to me, but I thank you anyway. Maura from Giants Causeway, it was great saying hello to you, Maura. Joe and Lauren from Cork, Ireland. Hello, Joe and Lauren. Do you notice a little slight Irish accent coming up into my voice? It must be my ancestors rising. But uh, Joe and Lauren said hello. They're from Cork, Ireland, and I met them on the Cliffs of Moore on a windy, windy, rainy day. Mark Auburn, owner of a very cool art shop just up the street from the Maldron Hotel in Dublin on Kevin Street. Get in there. Check out the artwork there. Really nice stuff. Jacob from Ryanair Flight Crew. My man, you deserve your own show. You are hilarious, and you made the flight that much more enjoyable. Thank you very much, Jacob. To Gary and Greg from the London Black Taxi Drivers, thank you for sharing your story, and hopefully we help raise some awareness for your situation going on there in London. To the Royal Guard, I pissed off at Buckingham Palace, sir. I did not understand what your boot stomps meant, and that meant get my arms from out of inside the bars. I am sorry for that, and I apologize, and uh, it's great meeting you. I'm sure you hate me. <laughs> not really. The Romanian... <laughs> oh, my God. The, Roma <laughs> the Romanian brothers, Johannes, Adrian, and Costell for playing their Balkani music jams. These guys were from Dusseldorf. They flew from Dusseldorf into London, brought their musical equipment with them, their instruments, to jam. These guys are true musicians, man, and they were very, very excellent musicians at that. So it was a pleasure, and if you want to know what they sound like, check it out at the end of the show, okay? And uh, you have to be a corpse if you don't want to jam to this music. I dare you to turn it up and get busy. To the singers of the Welsh music on St. David's Day, especially Anne, let me just tell you something. Your voices were angelic. I wish you many first-place victories in any competition you enter. Thank you very much for talking to us, and I appreciate you allowing us to put your music on our show. To Sam from the Food Market, thank you very much for speaking to us. To Liz, Katerina, and Christine from Germany on holiday, uh, thank you very much for talking to us. I believe they're from Munich, and uh, their YouTube channel is Cirrus, S-E-R-I-S-S. Check it out, folks. To Mike and Gordon, uh, they gave us a tour at Anfield, home of Liverpool Football Club. That episode is coming up, and those guys were fantastic. To Bill, Jack, and Neil from the Magical Mystery Tour, Liverpool. If you are in Liverpool and you want to really know more about the Beatles, get on that Magical Mystery Tour bus. Bill, Jack, and Neil will take care of you. To Anne from Kilmanium Gold Prison, I said to Anne, yell at me. Pretend I'm a prisoner. <laughs> Anne was looking for a white jacket to uh, tie me up and send me to the mental hospital at that point. I made Anne laugh, and that was the whole goal of it, uh, to say hello and to be positive with people. And Anne finally understood my strange sense of humor, didn't have me locked up. And uh, hello, Anne. It was, great. <laughs> it was great meeting you. And uh, we had a good laugh. 
to Brendan Kelly, our Dublin taxi driver. Thank you for sharing your story and speaking with us. Special thank you to Marta and her family from Spain. Uh, we were in the Merchant's Arch watching that Phil Phoenix band, and uh, someone offered us their table, so we waited patiently for that table. And when they got up, we were cross-body blocked by five big thugs, and uh, I won't tell you what country they were from. We keep it positive here, right? But they literally bounced me out of the way, and they took the table, and they were laughing about it. So maybe about a half hour later, 45 minutes later, I mean, I kind of just brushed it off. What are you going to do, right? I was there to have a good time, not to uh, have a confrontation with anyone. But uh, a little while later, I get a tap on the shoulder from this very polite young woman, and she said uh, her and her family were from Spain. They observed what happened and how rude those people were to us, and they offered us their table. She said she saw what happened. It wasn't right, and she wanted to... Uh, to make that better for us and she did so there you go a very cool random act of kindness from our friends from spain thank you very much marta and your family and a big shout out to saul hill and mike for getting deep into uh, the ways that we can think about making this world a better place through open-mindedness kindness and empathy towards each other thank you very much gentlemen it was a pleasure speaking to you a special thanks to celtic football club sharon lyons for uh, passing our audio forward to the media department to have it cleared to be played and that is the Celtic Way episode that is already up. Special thanks to Stephen Doan, the museum curator at Anfield, home of Liverpool Football Club. We saw a gentleman open up a case, take out a soccer ball and some soccer boots, cleats, if you will. And it looked as if this guy was walking out. I interceded and said, excuse me, where are you going with that stuff? <laughs> I was ready to do the old one-two fast break upside the head. And he uh, introduced himself as Stephen Doan, the museum curator, so... Uh, he appreciated very much that I was about to intercede in a potential theft, which wasn't at all. It was just Stephen taking that equipment to do a TV show. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, sorry, Stephen. I didn't mean to almost jack you up, but <laughs> I think he really appreciated my interceding. Uh, to Fig Tree Games, specializing in collectible models, playing cards, traditional games, and they had some really interesting chess pieces there. Really nice stuff. And you can find those people in uh, Jubilee Market Hall in London. To Wild Rover Tours, especially Sydney and Kim. And Lolly Tours, the owner is Donald, and that is out of Galway. We went to the Connemara Tour. We had Michael as our driver. He was fantastic. And you can find them at lollytours.com. That's L-A-L-L-Y tours.com. To the Waldron Hotel, Kevin Street in Dublin. Uh, really nice day. And our uh, manager, Kian Dunn, really nice guy. He did me a major favor. I thank you, Kian. Uh, great stay, and hopefully we'll come back there again soon. Darky Kelly's in Dublin, a great place to hang out. And hello to our special friend from Sweden, the Malia White House Hotel in London. I would like to say hello to Olala Tobata. Thank you very much for your assistance. Beautiful hotel, beautiful name, very comfortable stay. And thank you very much, Olala, for helping us out and what we needed your help. American Airlines nonstop from Philadelphia to Dublin. That was a great flight. To Aer Lingus, Ryanair, British Airways, all excellent flights. And if by any chance I forgot anyone, please shoot me an email. I will say hello to you and thank you and I will make amends. I'll buy you a pint next time I'm there. To Heineken for creating Orchard Thieves. Get it to the United States, please. We're waiting patiently. That's it, folks. Uh, you know, I'll say hello again to all these folks in the future, but I know you've been waiting patiently. I just really meant to say that now because... To each and every one of you, you made this vacation just a special, special time for my daughter and I. So thank you all for saying hello, to becoming friends with us, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again in the future. So for now, thank you very much, and thank you for listening. This is Finding Subjects, and uh, next episode's coming up. We'll be Galway. We'll be Dublin. We'll be Liverpool. We'll be Edinburgh. Stay tuned. All good stuff. See ya.